Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode one of She Can Talk, the podcast. Yes, I am your host, Colleen, aka Ganga, aka Colleen Eat Wings. Um, Ganga is actually short for Gongli or on Instagram, Gongli MC. So, you know, but a lot of people say that's so long. So you can just call me Ganga or Colleen. Either way, I'll answer. Um, long story short, we are here. First episode. I am excited to share this new adventure with you all. Yeah. So it's called She Can Talk Radio because obviously that describes me. I can talk. And if you really know me, you would be on the phone with me for hours or just in my face for hours or vice versa. I mean, your face for hours talking about whatever, you know, just getting lost in conversation. So I decided, Hey, why not share thoughts and ideals with my friends on streaming platforms and um, welcome you are the first of my friends <laughs> hopefully you like what you hear and you would hit the follow and subscribe button and tune in for more episodes to come like I was going to say this is really just an icebreaker just a little bit of introduction to myself tell you a little bit about myself and I'm um, get into it you know so episode one she can talk podcast here we go that's why I beat the morning sun Run back to life, everything's alright See things so clearly like the windows been wiped Book shows get hype, work a job I like Recording sessions all day, and interviews at night Right checks with my left, cashing with my right Driving through your town, next day I'm by Doing what I like Alright, thank you guys for sticking around Alright, so getting into it we all know 2020 has been rough. I do not want to beat you down about it, but I'm living it too with you guys. And I'm just grateful to still be here. Amen. And I'm grateful for all of you out there and blessed that you are here with me. Amen. Because 2020 has been rough, you know, started out amazing. My birthday's in January. So, you know, started the year with anyone at the beginning of the year, you're feeling like, you know what? 2020 is going to be my year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to accomplish that. And literally by March not even by February 28th, it was just turned around and March just started this whole new reality that we live in. So, you know, it's interesting. I'm not going to go into it too much. You know, I'm not really trying to go too far to the left, too far to the right. I really am trying to keep this light and keep it positive and keep it kind of moving, but I will tell stories. And sometimes with stories, you know, comes good and bad. So there you go with that, but we're not going to really do all of that today. Um, well, let me take that back. We are going to tell a story. I am going to tell a story to you guys today. And it's going to be about my latest project called La Esmeralda. For you all that don't know, I'm a female MC. So I've been rhyming for years and um, equally talking and doing marketing and running several businesses for years as well as working. You know, I'm not even going to lie and say I don't, didn't work nine to fives or whatever for years, you know, to get it going. But um, as an indie artist, you're always going to try to come back to your roots. And my roots is music. And I um, recently got a distribution deal for my indie label, which is Doe Records, through Symphonic a couple of years ago. And so I put out music. So I do put out music. And you can find me out on streaming platforms like any streaming platform you can think of. Literally, wherever this podcast is streaming, you probably can find my music up there as well, honestly. So here we are, 2020, quarantine time. I've been working on music anyway because I put out albums like once a year, at least once a year, or put out something at least once a year because I'm indie and I don't have the back into 
go full throttle as of yet. I don't want to even say, let me take that back. It's like, I'm indie and I'm pacing myself and I just do what I can. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to be honest with it. I'm not going to blame and say, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. No, I do what I can. You know what I'm saying? So I try to do a project at least once a year, honestly. So this year's project really wasn't slated to drop until probably summertime, like end of summer going into fall, like around this time. And um, I ultimately ended up saying, you know what? In quarantine, I was able to finish it up quickly, not quickly, but be able to have spend more time working like morning, noon and night because literally I was in the house on lockdown like we all were. And I was able to put out a project called La Esmeralda. It's an EP. It's not like a full album. But to me, each song is very symbolic of what the energy I'm fe- I was feeling, especially during the time of creating it. So, for example, um, one of my most heartfelt songs or most like if you really want to know how I feel or what I'm thinking it's two songs up there I can say that really 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 touch the core of me right now in like 2020 just like all of the stuff that led me up to this moment in time and that would be morning sun and um, follow me now the others all of them actually represent me or some form of me or facet of me but as far as like present day right now currently in 2020 the things that I'm able to you know think about and the things that are you know that resonate with me morning sun you know because this song is like you know I got to beat the morning sun because my work is never done and I feel like in 2020 for all of us the work isn't done you know like we really just started it's like I feel like we're just now peeling back the layers on life you know, and without going too deep or going too, you know, politically to the left or right or anything like that, you know, it's just pulling back layers. And I think all of us as humans, regardless of wherever we are in the world right now, listening to this podcast, I feel like we all have come to some type of awakening, if that makes any sense, you know, like your regular normal life has been ripped away from you and has been changed. And with that, you know, anything that you probably are used to or accustomed to has been questioned, you know, I know for me anyway, that has been the case. So morning sun, it was like a reminder for me, like, you know, regardless of, um, everything that we're going through, we still have to get up. We still have to beat the morning sun because this work is never done. We cannot lay down, especially in these times, you know? So that was to me like the, the motivation behind like the hook, And then like the verses, you know, I'm talking about waking up early, going to work, you know, working a job I like for a change, you know, going through the struggles, trying to tell people to listen, you know, to me, I kind of know what I'm talking about. And then, you know, that sounds weird. Like you don't want to be that obnoxious narcissist. Like, oh, I know what I'm talking about. You all should listen to me. But sometimes you can, you know, like family or younger kids or people you're trying to guide, you try to tell them the right thing. Not necessarily, not necessarily saying, Hey, I know everything, but you know, you try to lead them in the right direction. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't happen. They don't listen. So I think morning sun was just like a, a culmination of all of that for me. And I was able to put that out. And it, it was, you know, it was one of my favorite songs up there. I can honestly say that, you know, just thinking about it right now. It was definitely one of, it is still one of my favorite songs. And if you get a chance to check it out, it's La Esmeralda. La Esmeralda. You won't see a picture of me up there. You'll see like a crystal ball with some hands from like a gypsy or something reading the fortune 
And, you know, right now, I think we all kind of wish we can really, truly get with a fortune teller and read the future to see if it's a little bit better than the present because 2020, once again, has been crazy, right? So let's, um, that's Morning Sun. That's one of my favorites on the new project and how that came about, the energy behind that. Another song up there that I love, 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 love. And I think it also represents how I feel right now and kind of really just goes, it, it digs deep. It was like, as far as where I'm coming from, like, if you want to know where I'm coming from, or like what's on her mind, just listen to follow me now, follow me now. Shout out to Colossal Beats, who's also my boyfriend and he made the, the track. And, um, I was like, yo, this is so crazy. I love this joint. And, you know, I'm Jamaican. You know, you might hear me say that a lot throughout the episode. So if you didn't know, let me just get it out the way right now. I'm like I said, I talk and I ramble. So just remember that I said I'm Jamaican and I'm from the Bronx and I'll come back to that. But anyway, so listening to the beat, I was like, okay, cool. And I started doing like a little chat. Come follow me now. Right now. Come follow me. Come follow me. Come follow me right now. You know, and I was like singing that in the kitchen cooking. And he was like, yo, that's dope. The next thing you know, I came up with the song and like, you know, sat there and let the beat consume me because that's what I like to let it do. Like, I don't really like to just like just nod my head to the beat. I want the beat. I want to be immersed in the beat. And that's how I know I like it. Or that's the one, you know. And I can't lie. Sometimes, you know, just like with a job, you go do your job. Sometimes I'll get beats and I'll just do my job to it. But that doesn't mean that that's the beat and that's it. You know, like. I have a good song. I'll make a good song, but that's not it. You know, that it didn't immerse me. I didn't get submerged into it. If that makes any sense, maybe I'm just talking cause like I'm artist. So, you know, artist talk, I don't know. But anyway, so follow me now. I did that. Um, hook the hook. Basically I wrote that the first night. Then I'm sorry, guys, I'm looking down for some stuff here. And then I, um, I wake up early, which is why morning sun also came about. I wake up like stupid early in the morning. Like I'm up like four thirty, five o'clock every morning. And some, I'm not going to say I go to bed early at night either. So I don't know what that is, but I get up early. So that's what triggered morning sun. But also that's when I do my best writing when I can kind of like, I don't know. I like when my voice sounds cause I be trying to get that little extra. I'm a girl. I don't know, but I just feel like you feel the power in my voice when it's like, raspy or you know it just depends on what type of tone I'm trying to put forth in a song but either way I feel like morning time for me is more effective you know the juices are flowing nice off of a fresh rest go into the studio knock out some stuff so I wrote the night before the hook for follow me now and partial verse for follow me now in the morning I woke up and I was like let me check that out let me look through it and see if I like it and I did and so I was like, okay, let me go ahead and expand on this. And by the time I looked up, it was like seven o'clock and I had like the whole song done. So I was like, all right, well, let me try and knock this out. So I went in and knocked it out. By the time I was done, it was like noon and I'm like, had the song on repeat, you know, like playing it over and over again. So, you know, my boyfriend comes in and he's like, yo, this is dope. Let me mix it down. And then he went to mix mode and the rest is history. So that's follow me now. But I might as well go into stories about all of the tracks since I'm getting into it there. Like I'm skipping all over the place. So this is like in no particular order. This is probably just the order of 
memory. So don't don't judge me. And you know, sometimes depending on where you're streaming it from, it's not in order anyway. So just whatever. Just look for it though. La Esmeralda. Okay. Off of Doe Records. The artist's name is Gangali, and that's G-A-N-G-A-L-E-E, which is me. But if you're up here with me, you can just call me Colleen. I'm okay with that. Okay, so Colleen, Gongali, Ganga, whatever you want to do. Also, I love wings, so you can find me on Instagram. Well, really, you can find a lot of the food that I eat on my Instagram that is called Colleen Eat Wings. That's C-O-L-L-E-E-N, Eat Wings. So you can find me up there as well. So with that being said, let's segue into another song that I love the backstory on from La Esmeralda. Let me see. Oh, I have to shout out to DJ Seek. Comment allez-vous? Bonsoir to my Parisian crew. They're from Paris, France. I had the opportunity and this the most blessed, you know, time ever going to Paris, France um, for Thanksgiving a couple of years. Well, what is it? What year are in? I'm telling you, like 2020 is so crazy. It was 2018. I went to France. So I was invited out there to perform a concert with Strike, the MC. Well, actually, his name is Soul Strike, a.k.a. Strike, my brother from another mother out France. Um, DJ Seek, which is his DJ, um, Axel, DJ Sarah K, like the whole crew out there. You know what I'm saying? Soul Intellect, um, Yasens, DJ Yasens, um, DJ Lorenzo, um, Guy. It's, it's, it's so many people, so many artists. It was so dope. And just wanted to shout them out real quick. But in the process of that, you know, coming back home to the States, I said, keep in touch. You know, I want to, you know, get the next project going. So when I do come back, in addition to me doing my songs, I could do songs that we collabed on together, you know, for the next time out, which was supposed to be 2020. But I digress. We already know how that went down. 2020 went down. Yeah. So anyway, um, long story short, I, um, reached out to Seek, or actually Seek reached out to me and said, I'm sending you something. And he sent me a couple of tracks. And this was a day, because like I said, even though I rap, I'm not going to sit here and act like I live a glamorous, glamorous life or I'm extremely rich. I do have a 95 and I do have a couple of side hustles and I do blog and I do run an indie label. It's a lot. That's why I don't even know how I wake up every morning at 4.30. But anyway, I was at work and, you know, France and America were not on the same time. So I'm pretty sure it's probably like nighttime where he was. He's probably like in the club DJing or in the studio, like working on some stuff. And it's like early morning for me here in Tampa. And he sends me a couple of tracks. I'm in the office rocking. No, I shouldn't even say on the radio. I work when I'm at work, guys. I love you. But (laughs) this particular day, I checked out that email. and I was like, oh, my God, wrote that verse right there at work, at my desk in like 30 minutes, not just a verse, excuse me, the entire song. And I, you know, with me, because I'm not gonna say I just dedicated my whole eight hours to it. I just did it real quick. And I was like, Oh my God, I love that. Let me put it to the side. So I wrote it down real quick, wrote out, it was like two verses hook, wrote it out. And I kept on coming back to it, like on my break. So I could say, I wouldn't lose the cadence and the rhythm of it. You know what I'm saying? as far as like how to kick it to the beat because you have I don't know to uh, all my artists out there they could possibly relate like you do a song you like oh my god this is so dope you write it out you sang it a couple of times then you go to sleep or you run some errands and then you come back to it and you play the beat and you're like okay yeah 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 
Even sometimes the beat don't even sound familiar. And you be like, okay, I'm going to try it. And you kick that the verse and you're like, wait, what? That, this doesn't even make any sense. So this song was so hot to me. I was like, I don't want that to happen because I'm terrible. Like I do so much stuff. I want to go home and record this. And if everything else fail, I know my morning slots in my recording studio is my favorite. So I'll be able to get in there first thing in the morning and drop these vocals. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I got home and I was like, bet, let's do it. So I finished up everything I had to do, went in the booth and recorded that joint. <laughs> Yo, I'm not even going to sit here and act like every song I do is a one take or whatever. But this one was a one take where I was like, boom. And then I was like, yo, this song sounds so good. I think maybe I should record it again because I don't know. And, um, you know, my boyfriend was like, nah, this is, you know, colossal. He was like, nah, this joint is dope. You you got it. You got it. Yeah. So that's that with um, that song is actually called Tribal Knowledge. So, yeah, Tribal Knowledge. That joint is so hot. Then Seek blessed me with two songs. The second song is called The Volume. What is so dope about The Volume is um, it, it wasn't a one-take wonder. This w- song was more like um, um, trial and error, I would say, on both of our parts because I wanted some cuts on it. And I, my French is not the best, you know, so I, I work what I can between what I know and Google, Google translate. I'm able to communicate with my Parisian crew and, um, I want so much to have scratches on it. So I was like, seek all I beg of you, please, please. There's some scratches on some cuts. And then he was like, well, what do you want me to cut? You know? And I think that's what a, you know, kind of breakdown, not really breakdown, but like where, the rough patch was like, well, what, what do you want the hook to be? It has to be powerful. The verses are powerful. What do you want the hook to be? And in me, I like to kind of include my um, collaborators in on it. I don't want it to be like a dictatorship. Like I want this right here, right there at that time. Stop it. Bring it back. I kind of like to let the creativity flow. So, you know, a lot of people that I've worked with over the years can attest to that, that would say, that when they work with me in any in any capacity with music or whatever, anything creative, that I'm always like, um, you know, let it go. Do you? Like, what do you feel? I'm never really like, I might give you an outline of what I'm looking for, but I'm not like to the T with it. Like, you need to sing it in this key or you need to, I want you to feel it because I want to feel it. And I want to get, like I said previously, submerged in it and immersed in the feeling of the beat and the rhythm and whatever we're doing. And I would like whoever I'm collaborating with to do the same thing. So I said to him, you know, like a nice long DM, like seek, just feel it. You know, whatever you feel, I trust you. You are a DJ. You are, you know, a professional. And I'm just honored to have you even, you know, being able to do this with you. So whatever you feel, I know it's going to be dope. And he sent me back, um, which is another story to go into real quick. But he sent me back the volume, which he's cutting up Rakim from Eric being Rakim. And he's cutting up Rakim when he says pump up the volume, which is a classic. Like we all know that. What's deeper is that. What Seek didn't know is that Rakem and I share the same birthday. So I feel like he's my spiritual brother slash uncle. <laughs> so um, honestly, it's like J. Cole, Rick Ross, Rakem, and myself, Gongoli. We all share the same birthday, January 28th. And so I thought that was deep. And I thought that was like, 
a sign that this is it, you know, like he used Rakim, my kindred spirit, you know, I have his, you know, I have a portrait of Rakim in my recording studio. This is it, you know? So that was the volume. And, you know, after the back and forth of what we're going to put on the hook, when he said that to me, I already knew like, this is it done. We're going to master this, throw this on the project. So that was the volume. So I went into morning sun, follow me now, tribal knowledge, the volume, they're talking. I didn't tell you about they talking. So I'm just going to be honest with you. Sometimes I get creative and I would, um, go to YouTube or go to SoundCloud and look for different producers, preferably the more low key indie ones like myself that maybe I can reach out to and email them and say, Hey, I've checked out your beat and you know, I'm leasing it, but I would like to buy it outright. But in addition to that, I would like to get more beats from you as well. So I found a really cool dope ass, um, produce on YouTube and that's what we did. Omido beats. And we went ahead and did the track for they talking. And what I like about they talking is it kind of took me out of my comfort zone. People that know my projects prior to, or know my music from years before would hear they talking and be like, Hmm, that's completely different from what you're used to or what we're used to hearing from you. But to me, it's like not really about the difference in the sound. The message is really, truly my message is they talking. It's like, they talking about this money I'm making. Ha. They talking about these trips I'm taking. Ha. They talking about them dollars they wasted. You know what I'm saying? Talking about just the things that not only I can relate to, but things that people talk about you when you're doing your thing and you're living your life or you're working hard and you getting your reaping the you know the benefits of your hard work, then people want to start talking, good and bad, you know? So that's really what that song is about. And I thought that was so dope. You know? Another song that I got off of YouTube, and I have to be honest with you, this producer I don't even honestly remember because I got this beat like so long ago off of YouTube and I leased it. It wasn't like a ripoff or anything. I always leased my beats or whatever. So I had, you know, have the rights to record to it. But um, his name is on the credits, but it just escapes me right now. So I feel terrible and I apologize. But the song is called So Hard. So Hard is just that, So Hard. And yet again, definitely took me out of my comfort zone. Definitely tried something different. It was a point in time where I, you know, I guess living in Florida, traveling to Atlanta, Miami, just like this whole Southern region that I live in now, I started just becoming obsessed with like trap music and becoming obsessed with like artists like Young Thug, Future, 2 Chains. Like those are my guys. In my mind, those are my friends. You know, like 2 Chains is my first cousin in my mind. So, um, like young thug, you know, so I was like, I want some beats like that, like something that young thug would rock to, or something that, you know, future would rock to. And I came across, um, so hard and I was like, wow, I like this, but of course I'm not going to like try to emulate anyone's style per se. I just want to put my style or my sound or my energy onto something new, right. To challenge myself. So that's what I did with so hard. But then halfway through it, I was like, man, I got to throw some reggae on this because once again, we're going to get to that story next. I'm Jamaican. So I had to throw a little verse on that joint. So that last like little, I don't know if you want to call it a full verse, but I just kind of like flipped halfway through the second verse and started chatting in it or whatever. 
oh my god fire it's one of my favorite my personal favorite and when i say fire i'm not trying to gas it up for you like oh go listen to it it's the hottest thing you ever hear i just you know like the art of what i created you know my art that i created and sometimes it catches you off guard when you like create something and then you leave it for a minute and then come back to it and you're like oh my god i did that or wow that's you know so I'm just grateful that I have that ability to be able to appreciate not only my music, but other people's music as well. Like literally the other day, which will be probably like another episode I talk about, but I'll sit for hours and just watch music videos on YouTube and not necessarily like the billboard 100. I do, I do that definitely because like I said, as an artist, you want to keep in touch or in tune with what's going on on the billboard charts, what's happening. But I definitely like to look for indie artists, underground artists, and I check for those as well. Emergent artists like myself, people that are underground, you know, signed to indie labels, have their own indie labels, putting out their own media content. And I like to check it out. And sometimes I'll just go down, I'll fall down a rabbit hole with an artist that I was just like, oh my God, I like them. You know what I'm saying? And then take it from there. So I will do a couple of episodes about that, I think. I think that's going to be dope. Like maybe just gather a couple of um, just different people I like and just talk about like why I like them or maybe make recommendations as well. This episode, though, being it's my inaugural episode, I will say, please, please, please check out La Esmeralda. I know, for example, if you go to places where you can just stream like Tidal or Apple or Spotify in particular, they have like, like I know Spotify has like damn near a hundred percent of my discography up there. So you can just go nonstop. It'll like bring you down a rabbit hole. Like if you like it, hopefully then you'll fall down a rabbit hole of other albums and other projects that I've been on and collaborations I've been on. And you can find it from there. And hopefully you, you know, become someone that likes my music and like my podcast and come back for more. I'm not going to beat you down for a long, long time. I'm just going to kind of you know, this is, like I said, the introduction podcast. I just want to get some, break the ice going or get a little icebreaker in. And I figured, why not talk about my project that I dropped in May and it's September. So it's still only a baby. She's not even six months old yet, you know? So let's get some um, light shined on her. So that's what I want to do today with that. And like I said, La Esmeralda, you can find it in all streaming outlets. But before I go... I do want to tell you what I've been pushing off. Like, okay, I know you're going to hear me say a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm Jamaican. So I just want to give you a little background about myself. I was born and raised in the Bronx to two Jamaican parents. They were the first, um, well, I was the first generation, like me, my brother, and I have an aunt slash cousin because we're so close in age. We say we're cousins. But we were like the first three kids ever born in America to our family. So we're considered, like you always hear them say, like we're the first generation. They refer to us as the first generation Jamaican-Americans or Jamaicans for my family. So that's something I pride myself on and I take pride in because people feel like, oh, you grew up in the Bronx, you're from New York, you have the accent, you know this, you know that. But in my home, it was truly traditional Jamaican, like from the food to the music to the culture, like everything you could think of, the way we were raised was truly, truly traditional from straight from yard, you know? And um, what was dope was my family is also just music lovers and they have like an ear for music, a knack for music. I believe some of them are more talented and they give themselves credit, but um, we do appreciate music. So I will say like my mom was the first one when I was a kid that brought home rap albums like the Sugar Hill Gang, Salt and Pepper, 
um full force mc light like she brought those home and it was like what <laughs> okay and put me onto it so although she's jamaican and she's coming to a new place she know good music because she likes hip-hop she likes r&b soulful music you know soul music in addition to reggae music so and she was able to expand our taste buds and our you know, appreciation for the genre as well. So I always give homage to my family by saying, I'm Jamaican. If y'all didn't know, I'm Jamaican, you know? And my name as well, Gangali. Gangali is like a meaning of for activists. It's really ironically a male dominant name. So like you'll hear like a lot of men refer to themselves as Gangali. But I was given this name by an old time you know, Jamaican dude from the Bronx back in the day when I was rapping, he heard me rapping and he was like, yo, Gangali, Gangali, the dopest female fucking MC, you know, and he kind of did a spin on Louis Culture's song back then because I was calling myself Bigly and I was like, shit, like 12, I wasn't even supposed to even be in this party, but I wanted to get on that mic and that's what I did. So, that was the Bronx back in the days. And ever since then, I've been Gangali. That's been my name. And so I represent, even though I do my main focal genre is hip hop. I like to say it's, you know, <laughs> shout out to P Valley, Lil Murder. I'm about to say I do a little trap reggae soul. <laughs> but real talk, I kind of feel like I do a combination of it all. And um, at the forefront of that all, I always like to make sure you hear a little bit of some roots and culture in there somewhere from me so if you don't hear for sure my name is jamaican and not for sure we'll let you know what it is but anyway so i just wanted to share that story with you i think we're kind of about done here for the first episode yay if you are still with me here for this whole ride i appreciate you once again it's she talk or excuse me once again it's she can talk because i think i just did i think i just proved you right on that one i can talk i am your host colleen aka ganga aka bigly aka colleen eat wings hey <laughs> but um yeah so next week i will have more content i might even go to a full hour for you guys so we can get you know i'll get a little bit more organized and get some stuff so we could talk about i'm totally currently right now into movies i'm streaming a lot i'm recording a lot i'm filming a lot as well so hopefully uh, once i'm done with these podcasts i'll be able to redirect you to where you can find the music more music more videos and then maybe we can share our opinions together on stuff we can stream together like i'm currently watching watching Lovecraft Country. I've loved and been obsessed with P Valley. Um, you know, just different things like that. So we can go over just our total current present day obsessions and, you know, you know, take it from there and just enjoy life. So once again, Gongali, aka Colleen, she can talk radio. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your listening. Hit that follow, hit that subscribe, and then tell a friend. This is my motto. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. If you don't like what you heard, tell a friend. It don't hurt either way, right? All right. Y'all stay safe out there. Clean your hands, wear your mask, spread love is the Brooklyn way. Okay. Love yourself first. Cause you can't love me if you don't love yourself. All right. And I'll talk to y'all later. Peace. I gotta beat the morning sun. Hey, cause my work is never done. Hey, hey, hey.
ain't no fun That's why I beat the morning sun Yeah Yonder Mirror Show